Many of us have heard time and time again that communication is the key to a fulfilling relationship. But okay, yes, we can learn how to communicate, but what are we communicating for? Intimacy is a big part of relationships. So if that's the end destination, then yes, communication is the tool that can help us get there. I'm Shadi Kim, and this is Orange Journal. What is intimacy anyway? Well, intimacy is defined as knowing or to make known the innermost, deepest part. And there are different types of intimacy. There is the physical type, there is the intellectual type, there's the spiritual type, and there's also emotional intimacy. And today's episode is going to focus at the emotional type of intimacy. Oftentimes when we say the word intimacy, our minds usually go straight towards a marriage or a boyfriend and girlfriend sort of situation. But the truth is intimacy can be achieved across the diversity of relationships. You know, parent to child, friend to friend, sibling to sibling. Emotional intimacy is possible in these relationships and that really should be the goal because yes there are different levels to um to our interactions there is the you know the very cliche superficial level where we're just having pleasantries and you could have you could be in a sibling relationship and just be at that level at that very superficial level how are you fine how was your day good how was work you know work was work and we never we may be siblings under the same roof but we never have that close bond we've never developed that level of emotional intimacy and i think it's important to talk about these sort of things because our lives are so you know, multifaceted. We have various different aspects to it. And to truly be fulfilled, we want to experience joy and fulfillment in as many of these aspects as possible. And yes, we want great fulfilling marriages. Yes, we want great fulfilling partnerships. And yes, we want to be greatly fulfilled in our boyfriend and girlfriend relationships. But what about in on our sibling relationship what about in our parental relationships because these things are also important these things are also aspects of our lives right okay so let's consider this scenario a brother and a sister relationship sister has this idea and it's an idea that you know she can implement her her gifts to create something meaningful for others right and there could be earning potential later on in the in the line so she expresses this idea to her brother immediately her brother's response is okay i'll help you but at a price how much are you willing to pay so now sister is taken aback because she's thinking wow 
I just want you to help me. I don't even know if this thing is going to work, you know? And I don't really want to be out of pocket right now because first of all, I don't have it to give at this moment. And secondly, I don't know if this is going to work. I just want your support, you know? Because truth be told, I have doubts, okay? Number one. Number two, I'm feeling a little bit lonely. Like I, I know that I don't know everything there is to know. And having your support right now would really make this process a lot easier for me. It will really help me out because one, I'm a bit doubtful, a bit fearful. And two, I could just use the support of somebody that I know and care about. Yes, I can go to a stranger. Yes, I can go and find other ways, other resources. But truth be told, I feel safer. I feel better coming to you as my brother. But sister didn't express this to brother. She didn't express that she feels a little bit rejected because she reached out to her brother for some support. And instead, she got back what she feels is on support because immediately he's asking for payment. She didn't express this to her brother. Instead, she held in her feelings of rejection and displayed it in anger or dismissiveness. What she did was, okay, don't worry about it, it's fine. It's okay, don't worry about it, I'll do it myself. No, 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 it's okay. No, no, seriously, it's fine, it's fine. Don't worry about it, it's fine. And that oftentimes is the approach that many of us take. We mask our true feelings. We mask what we are really going through and instead display something else so that we can protect our emotions we can protect how we feel that mask that guard is oftentimes what blocks us from developing an emotional bond with those that we love and care about is it possible to truly know somebody and to truly love somebody if you haven't developed emotional intimacy with that person. And again, this is not just referring to a marriage or a partnership or a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. This could be, you know, just like the scenario, a brother and a sister relationship. Is it possible for a brother and a sister to really know each other to really know each and love each other if they don't have emotional intimacy. Because the bond that is formed with emotional intimacy, that is a result of trust. It's trusting that I can reveal the true feelings that I have to you and I won't be judged or rejected instead we will use it to understand each other even more right is it possible to love somebody truly without being emotionally intimate with that person yes you may feel an affection towards them you may like them but can you say that you really love that person if you don't have an emotional intimate relationship because that is when all of them the real them the deepest part of them is revealed and it's not always like revealing a dark side no because dark side doesn't mean anything 
sinister and scary and wicked. It just means an undiscovered side, a side that you haven't seen, a side that you don't know, but it's important to that person. It will deepen your understanding of who they are at their core. So what I've learned is that there are many different levels to emotional intimacy. You know, there's the superficial level, you know, where they, you know, this is the sort of level that you may share with an associate. You know, it's the cliches, it's the pleasantries. Hi, how are you? How was your day? Everything good? Okay. You know, it's a very superficial level. Then there is the facts level. There are general facts and there are personal facts. You know, the fact, oh, the weather is sunny today. That's a general fact. You know, what's going on in politics is a general fact. You know, your age, your name, what you do for a living is a personal fact. So there's the general a fact level, there's a personal facts level, then there's a level of opinions, then there is the level of hopes and dreams where it gets a little bit deeper, where you share your true hopes, your dreams with another person. Then there's a level of feelings, there's a level of thoughts, fears and failures and there's a level of needs. What are my legitimate needs and can these needs be met? in this relationship. So I'm going to park this episode at the feelings level because emotional intimacy, as I said, is so multifaceted, but the feelings level sometimes is a level where we often struggle a lot. And again, that goes for any relationship. So emotional intimacy at the feelings level is achieved, of course, with communication, (laughs) communicating in a way that the other person can receive what you are saying. So processing your experience, how am I feeling? And then delivering it to the other person as your experience, your feeling, not as their judgment. And a way to do that is the understanding that communication isn't just your words. Communication is your tone, it is your words, but it's also facial expressions and body language. But I think what is equally as important is the um, the desired end of you communicating. You communicating your feelings, what's your desired end? What's your intention? If your intention is to just let off some steam and whatever happens, happens, that will also show in your, you know, your your tone, your words, your facial expressions, your body language. But if your purpose is to um, understand and to be understood and then to reconcile with that person, to develop the bond between you two, then that will also come across in the way you communicate to. Well, then how do you even begin that process of communicating your feelings? How, what does that even look like? How do you start? Well, it starts with self-awareness. How aware are you or how open and honest are you with yourself? Because if you can't be open and honest with yourself, even the parts of you that are not necessarily um, beneficial for the greatest expression of you, you have to be honest 
that that part of you is there. So you can look at yourself without judgment, but just with observation and understanding. And that understanding can create room for improvement. Is it possible that until you are self-aware and honest with yourself, it is very difficult to bring your true self to any relationship? You know, even if it's brother and sister relationships like the scenario. Is it possible? Is it possible that instead you bring your best representative, not because you want to be deceiving, but you just want to guard yourself. You want to protect yourself because you don't necessarily feel safe. Once we are aware of ourselves, then we can begin the process of then becoming open with somebody else, you know, but openness sometimes is very difficult to achieve because being open, it puts us in a position of potential vulnerability. That's just not something that is comfortable for us. It's not something that we automatically volunteer ourselves for you know feeling vulnerable is a fear it's a fear that this may not turn out in the way that I would want it to you know so we have the questions of before you know we can be open with with the people that we love and care about we're thinking well will I be heard and understood can I trust this person with this information would they at some point use it against me if I allow this person to see me for who I am by being emotionally open, you know, would their perception of me change? Would they become guarded and defensive towards me because they think that they can't be themselves around me? They have to monitor what they say and do. All of these questions often makes openness, you know, seem like a risk. It seems like we're making ourselves vulnerable in a relationship instead of seeing it as a reward or something to aim towards. Openness and intimacy are very much intertwined. Openness is how you build trust because yes, you may feel like you're doing something vulnerable but then if the results of that or potential vulnerability are good, then your trust for that person grows. Your trust in that relationship grows, right? And it's very difficult to have an emotionally intimate relationship with somebody if you don't truly trust that person. Wow. Do you think it's possible that you can love someone, but you won't necessarily be completely in love with them because you don't trust them? And why don't you trust them? Because you don't have emotional openness. You haven't communicated your true feelings and emotions to that person. So you don't trust them with that part of yourself. You know, emotional intimacy is a bond formed as a result of trust and it's achieved through you know the levels of effective communication and that starts with self-awareness. I want to close this episode with this question. 
how important is openness with your feelings for the emotional intimacy in your relationship? How important is being open about your feelings is for your relationship? As we've discovered in today's episode, there are levels to emotional intimacy. And I think the feelings level is where things get a little deeper. You know, from that point, you begin to share your thoughts, your fears, your failures. You know, oftentimes we think that, you know, being aware and open with our feelings is a feminine thing to do. But I think both males and females share the same amount of emotions. We may manage or express them differently, but we all have them. So, you know, because we all have them, we all want to feel safe and trust that we have room to make them known and not be rejected. I enjoyed today's episode, not just because um, I'm sharing with you, because I always get excited about sharing with you guys, but I really enjoyed today's episode because of what I learned in the process. You know, and if you did too, then subscribe, subscribe or follow the um, podcast and share it as well with somebody that you care about. If you missed last week's episode, you're going to want to search Orange Journal in Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. That's, of course, if you're not already subscribed, where you can catch up with a full list of episodes. So until next time, I'm going to say thank you for listening. Bye.